Exodus 19, God introduces himself. Two of the four tenets of Calvary Chapel Paulus Verdes is to know Jesus and to be known by Jesus. Why? Because that was the original reason for which God created man. Yet while getting to know the real and living God is easy, it is not simple. In fact, God can only be known to the extent he reveals himself. And that is what we find in Exodus 19. God is going to introduce himself to the children of Israel. And the introduction is as complicated as the God who is introducing himself. The people are meant to come close and yet remain apart. They are to enter into fellowship and yet be in reverence. They are to fear and yet know that they are loved and are invited to respond in love. It can seem confusing and even contradictory to those who do not know or want to know the real and living God. The creator of this awesome and complex universe is by necessity more awesome and complex than the universe he has created. And we see this even in the choice that God gives the people as we open Exodus 19. The God who has created them and has now delivered them and has every right to demand their worship and obedience, and yet instead gives them a choice. In verse 4, we read, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. If? What an amazing choice. The living and true God invites us to be his treasured possession and in intimate fellowship if we would choose. That anyone would choose otherwise is amazing. But that is not how chapter 19 ends, because to be in fellowship with God requires knowing him as he truly is, in his holiness. And that is how chapter 19 ends. The people were told to prepare themselves for three days to meet God, reminiscent of the three days that Jesus would spend in the grave as he prepared to reconcile man to God. And even then, once they had cleansed themselves, they were to show the proper reverence and honor, and no one was to touch Mount Sinai. The assembly at Mount Sinai was a foreshadowing of a greater assembly that is still to come. We read in the final chapter of Revelation that all of God's children will someday likewise surround his throne, and on that day we will experience the love and intimacy of the Father, while still being reminded of his holiness. For on that day, while welcoming his children, God will separate from himself all things that are abominable, wretched, and sinful. Revelation 21.3 tells us, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be their God. But Revelation 21.27 warns, But nothing unclean will enter it, nor anyone who practices an abomination or a lie, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. How does one cleanse themselves so that their name is written in the Lamb's book of life? Well, 1 John 1.7 tells us, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin.